This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. Today, you're going to meet Rex Wilder. He walked himself into an advertising career and ended up naming quite a few of the things that we see and use every day. Now he's helping people name depression. He struggled with depression and anxiety for years and kind of didn't know it, thought it was a physical thing. Finally, he got help. And now Rex Wilder says, silent walks became my medicine. Whenever I began to feel anxious, no matter the situation or place, I would excuse myself and get outside to reconnect my senses to the world. Rex says it was like magic. His book is a memoir. It's called A Quiet Place to Land. And maybe you've seen on TikTok so many people talking about the mental health benefits of silent walking. That's being outside without phones, without music, without headphones, without distractions. I know, maybe you did that as a kid growing up. But in the last many decades, since the Walkman, right? We started strapping things onto our ears when we went outside. So much so that it could even cause you a little anxiety to find yourself in nature without your devices. We've probably all been trapped in that loop before when it's easier to stay on the treadmill of go, 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 go than to stop and unplug and just breathe and just listen. Slow it all down and just be a human being. I'm happy to introduce you to a man who's happy to help walk you through any struggles you may be having. His name is Rex Wilder, and he's responsible for naming the Nook for Barnes & Noble. When I got my first Nook, I thought, <laughs> I just thought, who named this? It's ingenious. Nook brings to mind, well, you tell me. You tell me what Nook means to you, because you named it. That's right. Well, at the time, people were very much resisting e-readers. And of course, since then, we, we can use our phones as e-readers. But they wanted to make it less scary. So Nook is the perfect thing. You just sort of curl up with a blanket. You're in your Nook. It's a place rather than a thing. So that's all it was. So good. So good. Rex <laughs> Wilder, you're a master wordsmith. You've won awards for your poetry, and you named some of America's favorite products like the Nook. Do you want to tell us about anything else you named? Ooh, I don't know what I have off the top of my head. A few Toyota cars, a few, uh, a few different products that were different foods. I don't even know. I don't. I can't even remember. It's been a long list of naming things and coming up with slogans for things. And I try to think of them and let them go out the other way. Right, right. Leave room in my head. How did you get that job? Like, you know, Toyota calls you and says, name a car. What position do you have to well, be in? Well, I'm, I've always been a wordsmith. I've always loved words. I got a job in advertising and happened to be here in Los Angeles. And Toyota was centered, I don't know if it still is, in Torrance. And I did everything. I was a, I was first a secretary, and I 
I really was one of the last people to profit from the old, I guess we use the old patriarchy word. Nobody believed I was a secretary. So I walked into an ad agency with no training at all. And nobody believed that I was actually a secretary. And I was promoted in a matter of months. I became a writer. And that's all she wrote. And I've been in advertising for probably 40, 45 years now. So a lot of slogans. Wow, that's a great story. That's a great story. <laughs> and, and are you enjoying playing Connections? Do you play Connections, the New York Times puzzle? No, I do not. Oh. I don't even know what Connections is. Rex. Although I love Connections. It's all about words. You're going to love Connections. You can, oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't invent Connections. To tell you the truth, oh, I, I think I'll say I did. Okay, <laughs> and I will. That's, that's, usually, that's usually my stock answer when somebody says, "Did you, <laughs> did you think of the the name X, Y, and Z?" I go, "If you like it, I did. If you like it, I did." All right. <laughs> well, you have this uh, wonderful love of words, and you also have a wonderful message to help people with their mental health, and we're going to talk about that now. You say you struggled with depression and anxiety for years. What did that look like for you? Well, what was happening was I wasn't really able to to identify what was happening. I thought I was one, I think I wrote in a poem once, I'm the last of the great romantic mopes. Mm. I thought I was just romantic, standing at the end of a, of a pier, thinking how deep life is. Turns out I was depressed. And I was anxious, and all the regular reasons people are depressed and anxious. And what started happening, this is probably five or six years ago, is I started waking up in the morning, and not voices, not little demons that are flying over your head, but I was really in a bad way. And I've heard from many people that morning is really a tough time for them because their brain on default is distress. And so I would wake up and... I'd want to jump off that pier rather than standing and looking romantic. If, and I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was depression. I thought maybe it was a physical thing. I had never been diagnosed, and I was in my 60s. What did you do? <laughs> what did I do? I went to a lot of doctors. I started getting vertigo. I I did the whole physical. I, I went to neurologists. I went to people who checked my uh my balance. I went to finally a gastroenterologist said, Rex, I don't think it's I don't think it's anything physical, Rex. I think you got something wrong upstairs. And I went across the way to his psychiatrist friend and that was all she wrote. And I just plummeted. Mm. And I remember thinking at the time, this is not something I can control. Or at least I didn't feel I could. And I just I just was going down and down and down. And uh, I ended up in the hospital. Rex Wilder's latest book, A Quiet Place to Land, has been called a mental wellness coffee table book by NAMI, (laughs) the National Alliance on Mental Illness. You have to feel so good that now uh, you're helping other people, right? Oh, my goodness. This my life changed. I said when I got over this and much of it was done through these mindful, silent walks that we were talking about. But it feels so wonderful. I said, we were sitting around a a room at the treatment center at the time, and people were asked, well, if you ever get out of this alive, what are you going to do? And I said, I want to do anything I can do to make mental 
health treatment available to everyone because I had every advantage in the world. I had connections, I had friends, family, I had money, I could afford it, and and that's what I'm doing now. I'm on the board at the Maple Counseling Center in Los Angeles, and it's a dream come true that I'm able to to help so many people and to uh, also have a cool book to go along with it, A Quiet Place to Land. It's, I'm, I'm like a pig in mud right now. I'm so happy. Yeah. Tell everybody about these silent walks. Was that your idea? <laughs> if you like it, it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I tell everyone my cure was by accident. I didn't know anything. I didn't know the I didn't know about mindful walks and silent walks. I didn't know the rules. I just knew many many times in my recovery, I just felt like I had to get up in the middle of dinner and walk outside. Whatever it was, I had to go out and take a walk. And I found all this mindfulness that everyone talks about. I, I found that that slowly but surely began to retrain my brain. Mm. Do you feel you have a connection like with the universe or with the earth when you're out there walking? <laughs> I do. I do. And, and uh, it's funny because I don't think in big words like that. We're not allowed to. We poets. That's something from last century. But yes, it is amazing. As soon as you shut everything off, you hear all the voices, you smell all the smells that were hidden because there were so many voices in your head, negative voices going on before and people now who are listening to music when they're running, it, it distracts you. So the more you can be undistracted, it's it's what everyone's doing now. And, and I didn't invent it, but uh, I'll say I did. Hmm. Talk to people who are suffering from depression and anxiety. What wisdom can you offer them? I don't know, because I'm not an expert, if it's advice that I could offer. Only that in my case, it wasn't a matter of having great hope or thinking I was ever going to get out of it. It was just the simple act of leaving the negative space I was in. For me, it was walking. For somebody else, it might be cooking. For someone else, it might be driving to work. It's just getting out of your negative space and moving forward. I really wish it was washing the floors for me because that would be really helpful. <laughs> it would. I'm sure it's good. You get a rhythm. You get a rhythm, and especially if you have maybe a dog to, yeah. to, to pet while you're doing it. It's. Uh, it can be it can be anything uh, and uh yeah. oh go ahead. i'm sorry go ahead no you go no, ahead you go ahead no you go ahead. no <laughs> i want to tell you by the way i love i i love your let it shine campaign oh, thank it's you. fantastic it's fantastic and i think that's what we see in people like you and what i hope everyone can see in themselves is that they Everyone shines. Everyone brings light into a room. I remember thinking this to myself. No one ever did not bring light into the room when they walked in. There's no such thing as a black cloud. That's right. So come into a room. In fact, I I was thinking before this interview that uh, if you ask, why do I walk? And I think it's walking to run into, walking to make those connections. Not the one I've never heard of that I named, but walking mm-hmm. to run into, to begin forging connection with people who shine, with people who shine back to me. Mm-hmm. And 
That's my secret of happiness. Are you still walking every day? I still walk every day, but I'm not a regular. I just, I just walk when the mood strikes me, and I love it. I just love it. And the secret that I didn't mention is I always had a dog with me and a camera. And I was forced when I would go take walks to be mindful, to sit there while, or to stand there while the dog was sniffing something, or to lift my camera and take a photo of something. And it helps my mindfulness to have my dog and my camera. And you may have your mop. So <laughs> that's, that's your next book is, is Stacey and her mop. Oh, my goodness. I hope you're right. Rex Wilder, I have enjoyed you so much. The book, A Quiet Place to Land. Where can people find more information about you? Well, they can find the website, which is wilder.com, W-I, the number one C-O-M. The books at Amazon or Chatwin Books. That's my publisher, chatwinbooks.com. And anyone can call me or email me anytime they want. I'd love to talk. I'd love to connect. Rex Wilder. Isn't he the best? Uh, His book is called A Quiet Place to Land. And he talked about taking these silent walks. And if you listen, he said like something would move him to get up and walk. He just knew at that he just had to get up from whatever negative state he was in and walk. Something was calling him to take that walk. Those are my words, not his words. But you know that feeling when the spirit moves you to do something. And I joke, but the spirit never moves me to wash the floors. Never. But let's talk about self-care for a minute. And let's talk about listening to that feeling or listening to that inner voice. I'm hosting a self-care weekend this very weekend, in fact. And one of the things we're going to talk about is the ABC building blocks to tuning into yourself. And that is when you're thirsty, stop and get a drink of water. You've heard me say this so many times. When you have to go to the ladies' room, go to the ladies' room. Don't do another load of laundry real quick or flip the laundry from the washer to the dryer. Listen to what your body's telling you. When you're tired, put your feet up for five minutes. Yes, you can. I just did it before I walked up to the microphone. I put my feet up on the console. Don't tell anybody. And I just closed my eyes and breathed for a few minutes. Listen to what's going on in your body. Listen. Rex Wilder. And you know, I know too that not everybody's brain works the same way. And for many people, thinking about someone I love very much right now, in order for them to focus and hear what's going on inside, they would need lots of distractions because of ADD or ADHD. And for this one person that I love very much, he realized it was a problem when he ran out of outlets in his room. You know, he had the music plugged in and he had the television on a talk show and he had the computer on a video and the phone was doing something and he needed all these things so he could focus on something else. And when he ran out of outlets in the room, that's when he got help in the form of a medication that meant he could unplug some of these devices So I appreciate that for some people, walking into the silence for the way their brain works seems really, really difficult. Not saying any of this is easy, but I do believe it's helpful. Hi, it's Casey. You're listening to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show. It's the little podcast that launched a foundation called Let It Shine, Inc., where we gather love and give it away. And one of the things Let It Shine does 
is to connect women to the things and services they need. And so there are women who will be attending this weekend's retreat on scholarship from Let It Shine. You can support our mission at our thrift store. It's called the Lisa Let It Shine Again. So one of the things we're going to do this weekend at the retreat is develop a self-care plan. Not my original idea. I'm borrowing it. But I like it, so let's try it right now. Make a list, if you can, of the things that are soothing to you. Make a list of the things that are soothing to you. Things like a walk in nature, or a cup of tea, or a yoga class, or a meditation, or a nap. Naps are good medicine, strong medicine. What is soothing to you? There's a difference between soothing and numbing. Soothing to me is a cup of tea and a walk in the woods. Numbing to me is a bottle of wine and the Netflix remote control. Necessary at different times. But I know for sure, end of the day, some days, I just need to numb out. Give me that sci-fi documentary in French. I really did watch one of those the other night. And give me a nice glass of wine and I know what I'm doing. I'm putting everything on pause. I'm putting everything on pause and just falling into a little hole for a bit. Not a black hole, just like a little nook. There you go, Rex. But soothing things aid and support your well-being. So make a list of the things that are soothing for you. Now make a list of the tools that can support you. Tools like a book that you go back to again and again and again for inspiration. Tools like an app that helps you meditate or brings you inspiration. Tools like art, photography, dance. Make a list of the things that are soothing to you. Make a list of the tools that are soothing to you. Make a list of the people you can call when you need that real soul support. And using those three lists Make a care plan for yourself, for real. Put it on a card. Put that card in your wallet. And when you're having that stressful day, when you get that curveball, when you're tired and pushing through whatever it may be with your life and your family or your work, you can pull out this card and say, here's my plan. Here's my plan. I can sit and close my eyes for five minutes and do some deep breathing. I can pick up my Louise Hay book, any Louise Hay book, any page, and read for a few minutes. I can call my friend Alexa and give her all the details. And I know she'll listen with an open mind, open heart, and with a true desire to support me. What's your care plan? Give it a minute. Write it down. Number one, number two, number three. Maybe one is an action like making a cup of tea or sitting down or taking a walk. Maybe two is a tool like a book or an app or a practice of some kind. And maybe three is a list of the people you can reach out to for support. Make your care plan. Just writing it down is an act of self-support. And you know what else we'll be doing at the retreat? Reiki, reflexology, restorative yoga, gentle energy movements, labyrinth walking, massage therapy. Put some of these ideas on your list of soothing things and soothing actions. And remember Rex Wilder, who would push himself away from the table 
Get up and walk outside to find relief. The next time you're in a stressed out situation, do that. Walk away. Walk into the open air. Walk into the sunshine. Listen to the birds. Feel the earth under your feet. Powerful tools. It's first aid for your heart and soul. Because we all know the story. When we are stressed, the reptilian brain takes over. Fight, flight, freeze, submit. What's the other one? Fight, flight, freeze, fawn, submit. Those are the only things a stressed out brain can do. And when we're in that mode, our chemistry supports that mode to help us, to save us. But we lose connection with our decision-making part of our brain. Do you ever get stressed out and say, I can't think, I can't think, I just need to think? Well, you can't think because your chemistry is supporting your reptilian brain in case you have to run from the bear. But having a care plan can put you in a place where you move away from the stressed out brain and towards a peaceful brain. We make our worst decisions when we're stressed. Have a care plan that tells you what to do and use it. That's what we're going to be talking about at this weekend retreat which you're probably not attending because you're listening to this podcast right now. But that's okay. We'll have another one in August for the weekend and a day retreat, in fact, coming up even sooner in June. I know. I got all fired up about this stuff. And here's why. Because I think in this crazy world we live in, where there's so much disturbance, Israel, Palestine, Ukraine, Sudan, the streets of America, rampant gun violence. There's so much unrest. And there's so many people who don't have the luxury, and this is, in this world, a luxury, to tend to our own self-care. I think we owe it to the world to be the best we can be, to help bring about peace. Peace in our hearts, peace in our homes, peace in our communities. When you don't know what to do, lean towards peace. At least that's my story. Rex Wilder was our guest today. His book is called A Quiet Place to Land. Can you picture him out walking with his dog, taking pictures, feeling peace? You know, Rex, I walk three dogs. This is not peaceful. I love them dearly, but it's a circus, and I know my neighbors are laughing when I'm walking by, trying to wrangle these three pugs. But I'll think of you the next time we are out in nature, for sure. Our thought for the day is from the poet Rex Wilder, who wrote, My only hope is that even for a moment, I helped you see the world a little bit different. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on. Shine on.